This is 20 Questions on Design Lake City. Today we've got Dylan Mazziotti. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for saying my last name right. Most yeah. people say Mazziotti, but okay. I've heard it so many times that it doesn't even phase me anymore. It's like macaroni, manicotti, put together. Cheese, pickle, dill weed, other dills with stuff at the end. All grown up, all the fun nicknames. Yeah, <laughs> all, the, all the stuff you remember from fifth grade. Yep. Um, Dylan is a graphic designer and a podcaster. And um, you might recognize some of his freelance work from Wise Guys, Iceberg Cafe, and Zhao Asian Cafe, to name a few. And um, yeah, it's just great to have you on. I don't, um, we haven't had like a ton of graphic designers on the show, so it's good to kind of spread the love. And well, hopefully, I can represent decently. <laughs> yeah. And then um, before we get into it, like, what's uh, do you want to like um, talk about your podcast or promote your podcast too? Oh yeah, it's called Your Creativity. It's a, a long form, candid laid-back conversation with creatives. I do with Steve Hatch from Hatch Family Chocolates, and sometimes Terry Burden, who used to be on Park City TV, he'll join us, mm. and we have occasional ghost, uh, guest hosts. Uh, we've had, like, uh, Kat Palmer and a few others. Cool. That, and it's just just cool conversations with uh, cool people. We've had a few celebrities, Keith Coogan from those 80s babysitter movies, and he was mm. just recently in... Jane's Handle Bob reboot as himself. And then um, Harry Kim from Star Trek. Okay. Which uh, which character is that from Star Trek? It's from Star Trek Voyager. Okay. He's the one that never got promoted the whole time on the show. <laughs> nice. But he's a really nice guy. And then, um, yeah, just a handful of... And you guys are like episode... A recording at 85 tomorrow okay. with uh, Nathan Osmond. Right. And then we've got uh, Ken Sanders from Ken Sanders for our books oh, coming awesome. up soon. You know, I have a conversation with him about all that stuff happening with the the store probably having to close. Right. I know. It's been slated to kind of get mowed down for a couple of years now. Yeah. The, some ivory homes thing. Oh, great. <laughs> More ivory homes. Okay. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> let's talk about design in Salt Lake through 20 questions. All right. Um, let's do it. Here we go. So the first few questions are warm-up questions. Question number one, what is your favorite all-time movie? Braveheart. Awesome. Um, how about your favorite drink? I like um, I like I like rum and stuff generally. So anything rum-based is good. Oh, gotcha. Uh, whiskey sours I enjoy. Mm. Uh, we talked before we came on a White Claw, not oh. a favorite. Yeah. It doesn't get me drunk and it doesn't taste very good. So, yeah. And I like claw. But Diet Coke, Diet Coke's like my lifeblood. Your go to. Like, yeah. Especially during the day when you're trying to stay a little sober. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Maybe more design related questions. Do you have a favorite book on design or creativity that's kind of a go to? Uh, going back to the podcast, I've had Aaron uh, Draplin on there and he has a book. Um, Pretty much everything. Mm. So it just goes through his process and projects he's worked on from the beginning till pretty current. And he's a big, burly guy and just filled with personality. Super nice and cranks out awesome stuff like clean, strong design, which I love. That's the kind of design I love. Just yeah. He, he's like a graphic designer's favorite, right? Uh, the, um, Brandon, who we had on, also was a graphic designer and um, brought up Aaron Joplin. And um, something about him is like personality and like um, just his, his viewpoint on design, like kind of very free-spirited view on design, I think it just makes him a favorite, right? Yeah, and it's very much, you can do this. You just need to, you know, figure out steps and processes and 
of how to pick things apart. Mm. Yeah, he's always sketching stuff in his field notes before he starts. And yeah, just keep it pure, keep it simple. Don't try to overthink it. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know he had a volume. So, okay, pretty much everything by Aaron Draplin. I'm definitely going to check it out. Thanks for the recommend. Okay, so how did you get your start in design? Well, my brother, uh, Jordan Mazziotti, um, with Mazziotti Design, he started design before I did. And, you know, I was doing food service and, you know, hard labor stuff for forever. Mm. And I it was just killing me. Um so I should have went back to school sooner, but I, I also technology-wise, I think I went at the right time. Mm. So I, I went to skim schools. Him, you know, some of his uh, fellow students were instructors at that point. And just from there, you know, I got an associate's degree in graphic design and web design. And Eagle Gate doesn't even do design stuff anymore. It's all medical now. Mm. But I have two associate degrees. And then... um I forced my way into a, a pseudo internship at X96. Oh, and I cool. just kept on bugging Richie. And I would okay. go down on Friday mornings when the comedians were there for wise guys. So, and then I started, you know, talking to Keith and the designer he had was kind of, you know, phasing out. Mm. So I just started doing stuff for him and. Also, I was just, you know, word of mouth through friends, little projects. Yeah, yeah. So Richie's friends, and it just kind of grew. And so most of my even have been word, word of mouth and yeah. referrals. That's awesome. So you said, like, um, you started kind of doing design or graphic design, like, at, at the right time. And, and by that, you mean, like, kind of like when, like, digital was becoming more prevalent and, like, Photoshop and Adobe programs becoming more kind of Yeah, online. it's when Adobe was, you know, kind of advancing more and more instead mm-hmm. of like every year you have to buy the big software. Right. Yeah, because I only bought the software the old way once. Oh, I miss the old days. You could do that. <laughs> and then Creative Cloud yeah. is it, so nice now. It updates month once a month, and you know sometimes it's frustrating because things disappear and hide. And, mm. But it, it, it's nice having. But with the Creative Cloud, you get everything. So do you have? especially embarrassing pro- project or like innovative project or crazy project that you'd like to like talk about? I look at old wise guys posters and go, <sighs> it looks so, looks so generic and kind yeah. of just dialed in. Uh, um, but uh, That's cool. So you're responsible for all of those like promotional posters. Yeah, about eight years ago. And then as time evolved, I you know, started doing the emails mm-hmm. and the Facebook banners and... Oh, cool. So, yeah, it's about from there, but uh, embarrassing or anything, really? Um, not not really. Just as there's been stuff that's imploded, you know, yeah. client's fault and my fault, but nothing really yeah. to write home about. Kind of typical lay, yeah. lay of the land comes comes with the territory, yeah. being a designer. Like, um, so what gets you up in the morning? Um, usually an elbow to the, the gut. An elbow. <laughs> Time to get up, honey. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Your partner. But just, um, I got a lot of exciting projects, like the Wise Guy stuff. It's coming in all the time. And then just clients here and there, their their stuff is just really fun. Mm. You know, sometimes I design T-shirts for clients and things like that. So that's that's always fun. So just 
just a nice array of projects. All right, so question seven. What advice would you give your younger designer self? Be more focused. Because hmm. there was a while there where I I didn't have a regular job. Like I worked at a call center and couldn't get a, a job for a while. Hmm. And then my morning jo- job at Salt Lake Community College kind of came out of nowhere. Hmm. And I'm there t- till 2 every day, which is nice because I, I can work the afternoons doing freelance until the family gets home. Mm. But um, just should have been more focused at that time to, you know, kind of perfect processes and, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, reach out to people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, that's, that's what it – just focus and, yeah. you know, get on things sooner. That's cool. Yeah, I can reiterate that. Like, you don't realize when you're young how much time you have until you're older and you've got, you know, kids and, and like, there's there's not much free time and you kind of wish you could do, you know, something about that or Gary, you would have used it. Gary V puts it really nice. Like, when he does ask Gary V and people call into the show, it's like these 20-year-olds worrying about making, you know, a million dollars within a year. It, but he brings them down to like, what are you? What are you passionate about? What do you? What do you want to do? Yeah. And you're in your twenties. You've got, you've got at least ten years of screwing up before you really have to, yeah, buckle in. Totally. And even tells forty year olds, it's like you're young. You've got plenty of time. What are some of your future goals as a designer? Um, I'd like to get some income coming in that you know I don't have to like work to make like mm. so like. Maybe design some stuff to put on creative market and stuff mm, like that okay. where, you know, it sells itself and right. makes its own money mm-hmm. and I don't have to really watch it. Yeah. You don't have to constantly hustle for the new work. It's just kind of like yeah. a, a consist, consistent income from a project. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. a little bit of like of that. And then mm-hmm. I like to learn like animation, like After Effects, just simple stuff like that. Mm. And the 3D stuff. Um, is looks really cool building like three three D models in uh, what is it called Blender Blender right yeah I when I, I worked for a, a splash pad company and they had a three D a few three D designers there that would mock up the designs to show the customers and that that's where it really sparked my interest so yeah like the three D stuff and have you messed around with um, Adobe Dimension like. I, people keep bringing it up, and I haven't like touched it yet. But, no, I haven't. Uh, like Adobe's 3D program, that I guess is like pretty user friendly, but like not super accurate. So kind of mm, I'll have to pros take a and look cons. At it. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you recharge your soul when you're kind of not working? Comedy show always helps. Just getting away from home and the desk, and just sitting there and laughing. But like when I'm at home and I've been doing design for a while, just get up and strain up the kitchen or go for a walk. Mm. Just, you know, step away. Step away is the important part because I, I don't mind working, but, you know, you got to step away sometimes or it just starts mushing your brain. And So speaking of, like, getting out in the city in Salt Lake, do you have a happy place in Salt Lake that's a go-to for you? Again, Wise Guys. This this yeah. is not sponsored by Wise Guys. <laughs> yeah, this but it should be. But I, I love the place. And yeah. yeah. There and then, like, design events like Design, design Week and oh, cool. the AIGA meetups and mm-hmm. the, those other meetups you know those always are good for refreshing you just go and hang out with other people and 
Okay, so you have a podcast. What are some of the some other podcasts that you like to listen to that kind of inspire you? Uh, Armchair Expert, which is Dax Shepard. Okay, yep. Like uh, Kristen Bell's husband. Mm-hmm. He does. He's an awesome interviewer and very smart. So I admire that. Um, okay. Whitney Cummings. Oh, okay. The the comedian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She has a podcast. Yeah. It's, oh, I didn't know. She's just very frank and has fun and. Conan O'Brien needs needs a friend. Oh no way! I love Conan. I had no yeah. idea. Okay, yeah, this, so everybody's podcasting these days, basically. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Lots of celebrity interviews yeah. on there. Uh, I recommend the Jeff Goldblum episode. They're like flirting with each other the whole time. Yeah. It's, it's I, hilarious. I, I love Jeff Goldblum too. <laughs> this next section is about creative process, kind of focused on your professional practice and your process. So the first question in the section is about just general kind of like creative inspiration. Where, where do you go to find inspiration for your work? Uh, back to Draplin's book. Um, you know, I look through there like if I'm really struggling, just, you know, uh, soaking his stuff. But um, there's a design show on Netflix. Um, Abstract. Abstract, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally ate that up and like, I guess they call it binging. I binged it yeah. <laughs> in like a few days. Amazing. Yeah, that's a good one. And is that under consideration? No, brand new, which is part of the under consideration, uh, underconsideration.com. And there's a section called brand new. Nice. And it's just logos that have been updated. So it goes from, you know, how it was where it's kind of maybe kind of bad and then oh. they've improved it or it was fine and they... Made it Helvetica in a circle, you know, they sometimes they oversimplify it. Right. When it was perfectly fine. That's cool. Okay. Uh, brand new from Under Consideration. Um, yeah, those are great. Thanks for, like, pointing out those nuggets for us. Do you have certain rituals that make up your design process? Like, what's, what's, your, re- what's your kind of creative routine? I, I make a list first so I, you know, don't lose track. Okay. Yeah, with wise guys, once again, there's so much coming in that, you know, I have to keep track of it. So yeah. I write down what I need to work on. And do you have like a list app where you just do like analog or? On Google Docs, I've created Google a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, name, the dates, the location, and um, what size posters, if I've done the email banner, if I've done the design for the animations for mm-hmm. the, the billboard. And I, I don't do those animations uh the sign company does, but mm. you know, so there's all those different elements. Okay, so make a spreadsheet. Built. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, spreadsheet is yeah with wise guys, and then um, through another client, I'm using Trillo, just because she kind of has a team. So yeah, Trillo, it's like a project management yeah. software. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've heard of, but <clears throat> spreadsheets, I love it. Like I, I always grapple with um, the kind of left brain side that, you know, wants to like dive into lists and spreadsheets. And I, I feel like I fight my left brain a bit, but I shouldn't because that's going to, that's the organized part. That's the part that's going to keep me on track, you know? That's why I like, I think my right brain is likes the list because my left brain, it seems like a waste of time to type it all into something yeah. and then click the box that it's done, Yeah, you know? With the, the paper list, I, you know, I can mark it off when it's done and then yeah. just, yeah. So it's like. There's that that right, right brain satisfaction of like marking it done and mm-hmm. like scratching it out. Cool. Okay. Question 15. Do you have tricks for getting out of a creative rut? Deadlines help because they, they push you. Yeah. 
I refer to my brother sometimes. It's like, you know, what what do you think of this? What you know, how would you adjust it? You know, I refer to my brother. Yeah, that's a good one. Like if you have if you have somebody that you can call, like what do they call it? Like the lifeline or your lifeline. The wise guy stuff. I did get in a rut a while back, mm-hmm. and I was fearful of losing it. You know, because all the posters were looking the same for a while, same font mm-hmm. for the name, and mm-hmm. so now we just. Each poster has pretty much has a different font, mm. or they're spread out enough that, you know, they don't look similar. Yeah, and I think it's actually in, improved, and I think it makes it look a lot more professional. Where each one's like it's I wouldn't say masterpiece, but a lot more produced. That's super interesting. Like when you create a template, like for instance, I created a template for the for the podcast, and everybody has like a nice little thumbnail for their episode. How many? Until it's super redundant, right? Like if there's four, yeah. like I love it now, but like 40, 50 deep, is it just going to be like, <laughs> oh man, like they need to change it up. With my podcast, with the, the featured image, I'm like on my third or fourth uh, design thing yeah. know, of what they look like. So yeah, maybe, um, maybe we need to do like seasons or something, you know, like, like 20, 20 episodes or some number where it's like, <laughs> okay, the, the season marks like kind of changing up the style. Do you, do you guys do seasons at all on your podcast? No, we just just keep keep rolling. Record, yeah. send to the producer, and hopefully, hopefully, he gets it up fairly soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably smart to not overthink this, right? Okay, so let's get on to the next question. Sixteen is about your favorite tool. If there is um, like a phys- physical or digital tool that you like to advocate for listeners. Um. Make, making those lists, and I, I yeah. used to draw, and I need to get back into it, so paper and pencil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, software-wise, uh, that Trillo works great if you're working with a team. And um, Illustrator, I love Illustrator. Oh, yeah, Illustrator, graphic go-to. Um, how do you like those new, like, kind of brand-new updates? Um, just, so, just It's funny, like, when they, when they change things, like you're pushing shift to, like, grow scale an image and now you don't have to push shift for instance and do are you are you usually like are you usually pretty appreciative of the updates are you like um i i don't really see document documentation of what they've updated so i don't like go searching for it right right but yeah uh, that's another thing back to you know what do you want to improve and skills and stuff like that is find out those shortcuts Mm. So I went to a class that Aaron Draplin was talking at. It was like $100, but it was like four hours. And it was like about 30 students. Okay. And he took us through a process of developing a logo and, mm. you know, projects that he worked on. Yeah, and that sounds valuable. So, yeah, uh, yeah, finding out those shortcuts uh-huh. is definitely on my list of things to uh, keep track of. Because it might speed up my process, right? Um, it makes me think. So, like, if you were sitting and watching Aaron Draplin, you probably he probably you probably got to see him, you know, drawing in Illustrator on the screen, and even even just to see that somebody like doing their thing on the computer is probably pretty valuable. It, it makes me think of um, like um, how how like the kids these days watch like other people playing video games like Fortnite. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> like that's a thing. <laughs> Who would have thought that's a thing? Like really popular, right? And people make careers out of out of posting their video clip their Fortnite clips or whatever um but yeah like there's probably something to be said about watching somebody's somebody like execute right and he has a few skillshare classes so oh. I, I haven't done them but you know i assume they're amazing 
That's cool. That's super in line. Like, part, you know, part of this podcast, the way I see it is um, kind of like a professional development tool. You know, like there's a way like to share, you know, people's tools and inspirations. And so, um, yeah, something something like going to Skillshare is is kind of like achieving the same the same objective. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's great. That's like a reminder for me. Like I should I should be going there kind of looking, seeking out designers more often. And then I ma- uh, haven't watched these either, but the Masterclass website where right. it has tons of they keep, all sorts of people. They've, they've definitely, like, um, found me on Instagram to, as somebody to advertise to, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, God, do I want to pay? Not yet, but maybe 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 we can share it. There we go. Yeah. We, let's get a group of, to share a password or sh- share an account. Sharing passwords okay, right? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Okay, we can edit that out. (laughs) Okay, let's get on to the next question. Actually, this is the next section called the pontification section. So kind of the the last few questions, try to get a little deeper. So question 17 is, where do you think design is headed? Like, what what do you think the future of design will be? Gosh, and it evolves so fast that, you know, it could be anything. Uh, yeah, I think like the 3D stuff is really gonna evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, like you'll be able to see 3D without, you know, without the special glasses. Yeah. And I'm blind in my left eye, so I, I can't see 3D anyway. Mm. Usually at 3D movies, I just wear the glasses, so I don't get a headache. Yeah, gotcha. But uh, there, and then just um, with Adobe, just them streamlining, so it's like intuitive. Mm. There'll be a button where you just click it, and it does exactly what you want to right. instead of trying to M- more, make it work. Yeah. More automation, yeah. which I would love. Like when <clears throat> when when you're in a program and you have to export like you know 20 pages from Illustrator to put your presenta- presentation together. I'm sure there's like ways to automate automate that, but I don't know. I don't know them. They're not they're not super um, in the forefront. Um, yeah, yeah, I say more automated, where it's like, oh, you need this. That this is the tool you click on, and it spits it out for you. Yeah. We talked about like kind of programs and software and whatnot. What about designers, the people doing the work? What do you think designers will be doing in the future? Working freelance, it's hard to know that really because, you know, things are evolving and evolving and, you know, they keep up on it because they kind of have to and they know where things are going. But just things, probably things get more streamlined. Yeah. Uh, Job searching wise, the frustration I always had was, that they expect you to know everything. So hopefully, like, the people hiring will be kind of more aware of that where the person can't necessarily know everything. It's more about, like, having the capability to find out or to learn something rather than just having the experience when you show up. Yeah, because coding's rough. My coding knowledge is very, very remedial. Mm. But then, then my design stuff and my eye for color and kind of layout and stuff like that is a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. But I've probably not gotten jobs because I can't do that other stuff as well. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, <clears throat> there's definitely been jobs that I I haven't been chosen for because I didn't know a specific um, 3D software, a specific CAD software. And you know, my take on it was like, well, I know three other CAD softwares. I'm pretty sure I can, you know using the same principle of parametric design or whatever it is, I can figure out this <laughs> this fourth right. one. So, you know, I don't think that's the thing that should, you know, like uh, negate me from, you know, being qualified for this 
job. Um, but like you said, especially going into the, into the future where, um, we're, we're going to, we're going to be expected to be more generalist, kind of like taking on more different types of problems. And how can you, how can you have the experience, you know, that you need to have? How can you get the experience without the experience? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Catch 22. Yeah. What is a myth about design that you'd like to debunk? It is not cut and paste. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what, what do you mean by that? Uh, like some clients, it's like, what, what's taking you so long on this? Or why, why can't you get it to make this look like this way? Can't you just cut and paste it? Gotcha. You know, they're usually clients that aren't very aware of what the design process is. Yeah. Even on the simplest level. Right. They'll, they'll so, send you a JPEG. Like, can't yeah. you just like grab the image from there? Like, can't you just take that photo? And you're like, mm, no. no. Like, can you cl- clean up this section? You know, can you take this label off this bottle of Mountain Dew and like blur it and make it look decent? Oh, man. And it going on something large. Yeah. So it's like not cut <laughs> and paste. And that's the thing is like we know that as a profession, but like every, every client's different, and so they're not they're not like kind of like in the same space learning about the design process. You have to re-educate every client. The clients are like WordPress themes. Everyone's different. They've got their own personality. Yeah, their own and, their own bugs. And sometimes you just want them to go away. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What's true creativity to you? Uh, graphic design is basically problem solving. Yeah. So it's just figuring out that correct or right way, you know. Oh, and it's also um, the way you perceive it too as the designer, but also as the client. So it's just that right balance. But it, it's just problem solving in interesting ways. And the, in, more in general, it's just sharing your art, which you think your art is, you know, self-expression. Yeah. What, what is it if you're not, if you're not sharing it? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And uh, tying back to the podcast, yeah, that's why I wanted to do it. My brother had a blog and that's where he evolved from called, um, always funny in Salt Lake, whereas him interviewing just comedians, but you know, I'm around comedians all the time and I'm not a comedian. So I don't think a comedy strictly podcast or blog or whatever would have worked. Right. But I'm like, you know, I know tons of artists and performers and film people. I, I used to work with Tony Toscano on his, on helping with like reviews and, you know, stuff. Mm. So I met film people that way. So I knew film people that way. And then, you know, all the fine art stuff around and uh, the art festival. So, you know, I knew creative people. Yeah. So it's just, I once the podcast started going, just started asking them. And yeah, is there is there something like after you've talked to so many creative pe- people through your podcast, is there um, some kind of like common theme or like through through line that um, about about creative people that maybe like surprised you or you didn't expect kind of um, bef- before you got into it? Um, they make me feel guilty about not working hard enough. Hmm. Like. You know, a lot of them are like sole proprietors and freelancers like me. So, yeah. And I have other jobs. So I've, I'm cushioned a little bit that way. But right. they're like, 
always out there doing their stuff. Just like, hustling, working around the clock. Yeah, Cat Palmer, she's oh. like, she's always working. She has two kids, but she does photography yeah. stuff all the time. She does classes, and she's always running around. So Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you know, I don't think you find any creative, uh, successful creative people that don't work hard. Yeah, and it makes me feel guilty because I, <laughs> I get comfortable yeah. at home sometimes. Right, <laughs> I know. Well, and that's part of like being in Salt Lake too. I think it's like pretty pretty comfy, you know? It's not it's not like the um, ambitious environment, you know, kind of driven ambitious envi- environment that you might find on like either coast. Yeah, um, but so there's that. I think if I maybe worked at a, a firm... You know, I might be a little more competitive and it might have a little different opinion. Sure, yeah. But where I'm locked in my home office, working on stuff by myself, and yeah. it's hard to, you know, stay motivated on task and Boy. you get comfortable. Yeah. And that's a whole, that's a whole you know, other theme is how to stay motivated. Yeah. There's, you know, volumes written on that, but um, that's good. We try to cover some of that here. Okay, cool. Well, that's, that's 20 questions. It goes pretty fast. Great. Dylan, thanks so much again for coming no by. No problem. It was great to like have you introduce yourself back, you know, a couple months ago. And um, sorry, it took this long to get you on the show. No, but it, here we are. Great. Yeah, I got I got sick, and then there were storms, and yeah, and there was travel, yeah. and holidays. So, um, but yeah, we made it. So, thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs>